the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Everybody, another Alcatulo Craft Beer cast on AM 970. The answer, a fantastic show for you tonight. And a not-so-craft beer guest will be joining me this hour. Some news and notes to get to, but first, how can you follow me? And who's that craft beer guest that's not a craft beer guest? I'm going to tell you in just a second. Uh, but you can follow me very easily on Twitter, at Al Gattulo, Instagram, at Gattulo. That's G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com slash AGCraftBeerCast via email at albertg nycradio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. You just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast, and you can find all the shows and listen to them on those two platforms and download them at your leisure. Now, my guest tonight on the Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, the answer, Rich, Rich Bentrowitz of Tree City Vodka. He's based out of Kenilworth, New Jersey. TreeCitySpirits.com is the website for more information. A great artesian vodka made with locally sourced corn uh, out of the great state of New Jersey. Uh, thanks to Brian from uh, Peerless Beverage for hooking up this interview. Uh, Rich has a great story how he got started, uh, what they're going to be doing in the future. Uh, and let me tell you something. Rich is going to join me in 20 minutes. It is some of the best-tasting vodka that I've ever had. Uh, smooth, uh, even just on its own, it's amazing. But he makes a pineapple-infused vodka. And really, all it is is the vodka and big chunks of pineapple that are soaking in this vodka. You don't need a mixer. You need nothing. You just need that. And you are in fantastic shape. Trust me. Uh, it is a delicious vodka. And looking forward to chatting with Rich uh, about the business, how he got started, and what his future plans are as well. But, of course, uh, a little Foreigner to kick us off. I'm over at the uh, uh, PNC Bank Art Center tonight to see Foreigner, Whitesnake, and Jason Bonham's band. Looking forward uh, to seeing those three bands. I've seen Foreigner in the last couple of years a couple of times. I've never seen Whitesnake, so it'll be interesting to see uh, them and uh, get an experience of them. Obviously, big band in the 80s, in the late 80s, uh, kind of tailed off uh, for a number of years, but now they're back on the circuit, and uh, we'll see what happens. And I've seen Jason Bonham's band before. Uh, they played, they opened for Heart not too long ago, a couple of years ago. That was an amazing show because what happened was during that show is that um, Nancy Wilson came out and sang, or was it Ann Wilson? I think it was Nancy Wilson. Nancy Wilson comes out, and she does Stairway to Heaven. And boy, I'll tell you, uh, it's not Robert Plant, but it moves you. Let's put it that way. Um, I know that uh, Hart did do uh, Stairway to Heaven when uh, Led Zeppelin was um, given a Kennedy Center honor, and uh, they slayed it there, but she does a tremendous job at that. And the fact to have, you know, be, be singing it with Jason Bonham, it's kind of cool. It was, a, it was a cool vibe. But uh, Bonham's band is really good, uh, and he plays, uh, he does some filling stuff with Sammy Hagar as well, so uh, good stuff on the kit. Uh, from Jason Bonham. And then earlier in the week, actually Friday, yesterday, I uh, got a chance to uh, check out U2 at the Prudential Center. We'll have a review of that concert next week because obviously, folks, 
the show isn't live. I do tape the show during the week. So uh, looking forward to that as well. You two doing things a little differently this time around. Obviously, last year, the 30th anniversary of the Joshua Tree. But now uh, this year, uh, they are supporting the last two albums that they came out with that they haven't toured. So uh, a lot more newer stuff you're going to see. Uh, a lot of stuff post Joshua Tree. Uh, the concert last year was amazing because it was kind of stripped down, not you know so much as pyrotechnics and lasers and all kinds of other stuff. Um, so it had that kind of like cool club feel, even though it was at uh, MetLife Stadium. So looking forward to you uh, two uh, last night, and we'll have a full review on both of those shows on next week's program. Now, I, I mentioned this last week, but I want to mention it again. Backward Flag Brewing is canning a beer uh, for the first time, and it's a special release that's coming out on July 6th. They canned the beer back uh, about two week, about a week ago, uh, but it is going to be released July 6th. It's the Forward Assault Series. It's a project with the purpose of raising awareness of the many amazing organizations that exist with the mission to help veterans move forward. Backward Flag works with the groups and individuals in designing un- a unique recipe that's symbolic of their organization or cause. Now, a portion of all proceeds from the several Forward Assault releases are going to be donated to the respective charities chosen by the collaborative partners. Now, the first can in the series, Something Missing. It's a unique IPA. It features zero IBUs, and it was inspired and brewed in collaboration with Rory Hamill. Rory lost his leg while serving as a Marine in Afghanistan. He's an activist for veteran causes, and Rory has chosen the We Defy Foundation as the benefiting charity of the release. Through Brazilian jiu-jitsu and fitness training, the We Defy Foundation provides combat veterans suffering from life-disabling injuries uh, and or PTSD uh, a long-term means to overcome their challenges. Uh, Something's missing is available in four packs of sixteen-ounce can, uh, sixteen-ounce cans, excuse me, through retailers and at Backward Flag Brewing on July sixth. Uh, so you definitely want to support that, and it's great. Backward Flag Brewing obviously uh, does a lot to help the veterans. It's owned by an Army veteran, Tori Fisher. She was uh, with a Black Hawk helicopter crew chief, served several overseas tours of duty. Uh, she, Tori herself is active with numerous veterans organizations, and in 2017, she launched Arms to Artisans. Uh, that provides veterans with paid training in the craft brewing industry. So Tori does a great job paying it forward, uh, especially with people who have served our country. And Tori, we thank you for your service, as well as uh, thanking uh, Rory for his service as well uh, to our country. So you definitely want to support uh, local and Backwards Flag makes great beer. You definitely want to check them out. And listen, you're doing something to help pay it forward, which is always a good thing. Uh, some more news and notes to get to here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer So Thomas Creek Brewery, after 20 years of brewing in South Carolina, the brewery is now considering a possible sale of the business. Uh, co-owner Tom Davis told Brewbound, great website where we get a lot of our information from uh, for our news and notes segment. Thomas Creek uh, has brewed its own line of beers as well as a variety of other labels for large and small companies alike, including Bacardi, has retained a brokerage firm, National Restaurant Properties, to secure upwards of $8 million to expand the Greenville-based craft brewery. Davis said Thomas Creek would consider selling the entire business for the right number. Uh, this he told Brewbound uh, that a California-based company with interest in the craft brewing sector is considering an investment. Uh, Davis says they've been looking for a number of years softly, um, but they want to get a little bit more aggressive. Uh, so let's see. They, Davis says they contract brewing agreements with partners such as Inlet Brewing Company, uh, owners of Monk and the Trust, Bacardi, which makes uh, they make Hatui, and others make up about 40% of the company's production and believes that additional capital is needed to take Thomas Creek to the next level. Uh, they need some additional capital to get where they want to go. Um, Thomas Creek's production, though, according to Brewbound, declined 49% 
from 19,000 barrels in 2016 to 9,750 barrels in 2017. Uh, Davis attributed at least some of those declines to the loss of a large contract brewing agreement with Isla Morada Brewing Company. Uh, he says to uh, Brewbound, we didn't have another large contract to fill that gap, and that's the contract business for you. So uh, they, the facility currently has about 23,000 barrels of capacity on site and is capable of being scaled to around 60,000 barrels with the addition of new fermentation tanks. Thomas Creek, which currently distributes its products in seven states, Alabama, Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Tennessee. Davis says the company is also examining possible opportunities to expand with other locations. So this is interesting. We're starting to see these types of brewers looking to cash out or maybe get a, a more significant investment. It's very difficult with Gypsy Brewing. It really is t- difficult, especially if you're not making a great beer and you're renting your space out to other people to have them brew your beer. Uh, it, it is difficult. You know what? And I'll tell you what. I think for who we're going to get on the program next week is somebody who has a unique perspective about this, and I hope he's available. Uh, Scott Wells from Bolero Snort. They're a gypsy brewer in Jersey. They're going to be building their own facility finally. Uh, but they have been gypsy brewing around the state for years. They make great beer. But sometimes mistakes have been made uh, depending on where they've brewed at. Um, you know, and it just happens during the process. But I love to talk to Scott to get his perspective on this, on how things are going in terms of gypsy brewing. Because we have seen a lot of it. And sometimes you make a good beer, but you just don't have the capital to have your own business. And we're starting to see a lot of these mid-level brewers starting to have some problems. So it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, with the Thomas Creek situation. And then finally, Pyramid Brewing has welcomed in Josh Riggs as the innovation brewer working in the brewery and alehouse in Seattle's Sodo neighborhood. In this role, Riggs will lead and manage all brewery processes for the Seattle operations, which houses a 15-barrel, uh, two-vessel brew system with four fermenters and four bright tanks. Uh, he's promoted from lead brewer at Pyramid. Riggs brings almost 15 years of experience within the craft brewing industry, including 10 years with Mount Shasta Brewing and two microbreweries in Oregon. He also holds a malting and brewing certificate from Master Brewers Association uh, of America. We don't hear too much about Pyramid Brewing anymore. Uh, they are distributed in a couple of different states. Uh, but uh, for more information, pyramidbrew.com. Uh, they, uh, they've they been around since 1984. Got a chance to check them out uh, back in 96. No, 97, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken. 97 or 98, I think. Somewhere around there. It was the, the last year that the King Dome was closing. Uh, for the Seattle Mariners, Safeco Field was being built in Pyramid. Had a brew- The brewery and restaurant was sitting directly across the street from Safeco Field, which I believe it's still there. And um, got a chance to visit them, sample the food, got a great tour of the brewery. Uh, it was just an awesome place. Uh, they made some really good beers. And they were in New York for a little while, uh, and you could still find them a little bit uh, in and around New York and New Jersey, but you really have to search uh, for Pyramid Brewing. So kudos to them uh, and their new uh, head brewer. But... Uh, would love to get back to Seattle one day in the Pacific Northwest, Oregon, Seattle, uh, you know, Portland and stuff. There is a great beer scene in the Pacific Northwest and uh, would really uh, love to check that out one of these days. So uh, it's interesting. It's a couple of beer trips that I have to put on the docket uh, to get things moving. But uh, it'll be um, be an interesting journey. Let's put it that way. Now, when we come back after a short break, we're going to have some more news for you as well. Uh, Rich Bentrowitz from Tree City Vodka is going to join me out of Kenilworth, New Jersey, uh, down towards the bottom of the hour. And then, of course, Suds and Duds. It's going to be the uh, Catskills version of Suds and Duds this week. Trust me, it's a, it's a good one. Folks, we're just getting started on this program. It focuses on that delicious beverage, and it's made with barley and hops. This is the Alga Too Low Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer.
When Donald Trump became the duly elected president of the United States, he didn't know there were FBI agents working behind the scenes to stop him. This wasn't the result of anything he'd done. This was a result of him not being acceptable to these FBI agents. They promised to stop him from becoming president just because they thought they could. Fortunately, they were discovered. But what does all this mean? How can we make sure this sordid episode is never repeated? Keep it right here. We are the one station talking about it. AM 970, The Answer. Whenever I'm in the theater district, I always stop by Gallagher's Steakhouse on West 52nd Street. Gallagher's has that cozy, warm atmosphere. Love to go in there on a cold winter night before or after a show. Maybe have a good glass of uh, Cabernet and order one of those succulent, delicious, dry-aged steaks. But you know what? The secret to making a great steak, I learned from the chef there, is to begin with a great steak. Now, how do you get that great steak? Well, now you can bring Gallagher's steaks home for yourself and give them to your friends all over the country. The perfect gift for those who appreciate prime, tender, flavorful sirloins, ribeyes, and filet mignon. Gallagher steaks are beautifully boxed and specially crafted coolers and a spectacular surprise for those who crave the incomparable taste of an authentic New York steakhouse like Gallagher's. To check out the chef's selections, go to gallaghersnysteakhouse.com. That's gallaghersnysteakhouse.com. Or if you're in the city, stop by the steakhouse itself at 228 West 52nd Street. Look over the steaks and pick some out yourself and bring Gallagher's home today. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Everything we tried failed except the Dynavite. Pick up two bottles of Super Mega Fish Oil. Get the third bottle free. Packed with omega-3, DHA, and EPA fatty acids. Super Mega is great for your dog's immune system, healthy skin, and soft, shiny fur. Dogs love it. Try Super Omega Fish Oil. Buy two. Get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. On May 18th, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow Company set a world record for the largest pillow fight in history. Thousands of people participated at the Pulse event in Minnesota. The event was dedicated to giving hope to those who've been hurting or have lost hope. Mike Lindell was using his story of being a drug addict, finding his way and becoming a successful businessman to encourage others to redirect their lives and bring religion into it. To see the world's biggest pillow fight, go to MyPillow.com slash world record special. The event was a great success and Mike wants everyone to share share in the excitement. For a limited time, MyPillow is offering the standard MyPillow for the lowest price ever. Call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code AM970. The standard pillow comes with a blue carry case and is available at this low price for a very limited time. Call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code AM970 or go online to MyPillow.com and click on the world record special and use the promo code AM970. Our hosts all look like GQ models. See them now at am970theanswer.com. Welcome back to the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, follow me on social media. Very simple. On Twitter, at Al Gattulo. Instagram, at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast. Via email at AlbertG at NYCRadio.com. And don't forget, iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast, and you can find all the shows on those two platforms. Download them and listen to them at your leisure. You can also follow me on Untapped. 
at Gatulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. That's where I check in all the beers that I talk about on our Suds and Duds segment, which is the final segment of the program. Now, my guest tonight on the Craft Beer Cast, uh, Rich Bentrowitz of Tree City Vodka. They're based out of Kenilworth, New Jersey. TreeCitySpirits.com is his website for more information. That's going to happen in about 10 minutes from now. Uh, it is a delicious vodka if you're um, if you're into spirits. And, I, you know, it's a cool kind of, you know, the the, the, the uh, distilling process of making uh, alcohol sort of similar to beer but not really. Um, and I've never gotten to the point where I've really wanted to, to try and brew my own beer. I have no patience for it. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I love drinking it. I love the stories about beer. I love the stories about small business owners creating breweries that become a success and you know become the beer that people want to drink or try or you know whatever the case may be uh, may be that to me I love to actually brew a beer I don't know um maybe one of these days I'll do it uh, you know I'm I'm, I'm I'm leaning towards it but you know we'll, we'll see but uh let's get into some more news and notes here so an an interesting story out of England beer apparently is being rationed in the United Kingdom. A major U.K. wholesaler says it's limiting bars and stores to 10 cases of beer a day per brand. The reason for the beer rationing is a uh, a shortage of the CO2 that makes beer fizzy. The carbon dioxide that gives beer its bubbles is a byproduct of ammonia made for fertilizer, and several major ammonia companies in Europe are being closed for maintenance. The U.K. is being hit hardest by the shortage which is expected to last several weeks. Very interesting. So, you know, listen, Europeans enjoy their uh, alcohol, certainly in the United Kingdom. Uh, they enjoy their beer. They like to go to the, the bar and have a pint after a long day of work. Um, obviously, they, you know, soccer games, and or as they call it, football, um, they want to be there. But 10 cases of beer a day per brand, and now all of a sudden there's going to be a shortage for several weeks. This is some serious stuff. Could you imagine... If that happened in America, if if they said, well, it's only 10 cases of beer a day per brand in bars and stores, people there would be some places that would be out of beer and maybe out of business for a little while. At this point, you know, I wonder if they would just simply close up shop and go on vacation at this point. But it is the summer, you know. Very interesting. So we'll have to follow that story and see what happens. And then another interesting story out on Long Island and Long Island apparently taking the first round in the battle with a Tennessee city over who created the Long Island iced tea drink. You would think Long Island iced tea created on Long Island. Well, Kingsport, Tennessee says the drink was invented by Charlie Old Man Bishop on the city's Long Island during Prohibition, while Long Islanders claim it got its start at the Hamptons Oak Beach Inn by bartender Rosebud Butt in 1974. What a great name for a bartender. Rosebud Butt, B-U-T-T. Interesting. So a friendly competition took place yesterday, uh, not yesterday, excuse me, uh, when was this? Wednesday, at Hudson's on the Mile restaurant in Freeport with blindfolded judges giving the nod to New York bartenders. The competition will shift to Kingsport next month to see what happens. Again, another blindfolded uh, taste test to see um, who who is the real creator of the Long Island iced tea. So... I always thought Long Island iced tea invented on Long Island, apparently in Tennessee, in Kingsport, Tennessee. No, uh, Charlie Old Man Bishop created it in the city's, on the city's Long Island during Prohibition. It's interesting to see what happens. So uh, pretty cool story there. As we continue on with news and notes here on the Alga Tulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, the answer, Green Flash 
Uh, Brewhouse and Eatery has opened in Lincoln, Nebraska. Now, we've been following the Green Flash story for a number of months. Of course, Green Flash, which had closed, uh, you know, um, had laid off a number of employees, pulled back its distribution from a lot of states, uh, was still planning on opening this brew pub in Lincoln, Nebraska. They had already sunk money into it. They wanted to open it. Uh, They were supposed to open it very quickly after they acquired it. It took 10 months. But now they have finally opened it. It is uh, Green Flash's first full-scale restaurant. New location, uh, according to the press release here, will serve fresh Green Flash and Alpine beer, as well as a full menu of dishes, highlighting fresh and seasonal ingredients, including various vegetarian options. New brewery will be used to experiment and innovate, providing Lincoln with exclusive Green Flash offerings. Green Flash Brewhouse and Eatery currently has 25 employees running the restaurant and their brewery operations. It is located at 16th and P Streets, the Green uh, P Streets, the Green Flash Brewhouse and Eatery, the company's fourth location in the United States, attached to the restaurant, a 10,000 square foot production facility so good luck to green flash i know they you know they've kind of circled the wagons a little bit hired a former uh, ab um executive to uh, run the operations now uh i know it was a a, a source of i guess disdain from uh, a number of investors that had invested in green flash when they went uh, belly up earlier this year people were not happy about it and uh, again you know my wife and i had made a trip to the brewery uh, when we were out in san diego it was one of the breweries i definitely wanted to try and it's kind of in that circle of breweries where Let's see. It's uh, Green Flash. Uh, what else? Ale Smith. I know Ballast Point is right around there. Society is not too far away. Uh, and this is in the Miramar section of California where Top Gun is located, uh, the Top Gun Flying School. And so, you know, it was one of those, it's on the way. Let's make the stop. I really want to see it. And, you know, great facility, very nice. Um, sort of crowded when we were there. I, I don't want to say it was, uh, you know, it was packed to the gills because it wasn't. But, um, you know, the beer was kind of underwhelming. There, there wasn't anything there that said to me, wow, this is a great beer. I can't wait to get back home. I want to try it. And to be honest with you, if you're on the East Coast and you see Green Flash beer, I'm going to tell you right now, it's more than six months old because they have not distributed any beer out to the East Coast uh, in, you know, since the beginning of the year. So anything that you see that's, that's an IPA or whatever uh, is definitely going to be sort of stale. And I know, you know, it's funny. I was having this discussion with somebody uh, the other night about uh, – Shelf turds and, you know, and, and freshness and this and that. I Honestly, IPAs should be drunk fresh. You should be drinking them within 90 days. If you don't drink them within, within 90 days, I, I don't think they age very well. So they get muted. The, the flavors kind of, you know, uh, die down a little bit. The best thing to do is to drink them as fresh as you can. You get them within two weeks, three weeks, you pop it a can open, you're drinking them. Now, obviously, it's better if they just brewed them within a day or two and you're drinking them. Fantastic. But that's not always the case. So to me, if you can drink them as quickly as possible, that's the way to go. Lagers, you can let sit for a while. They're meant to be sat for a while. They take longer to make. So, uh, you know, you should always drink your beer fresh. There are certain beers, obviously, you can age. Stouts, porters, you can age over a period of time if kept in the right conditions. But IPAs, without a doubt, should be drunk fresh. Uh, Fiddlehead, a Vermont-based uh, craft brewery. Fiddlehead Brewing is has partnered now with uh, De Crescenti Distributing. They are going to be distributing their flagship IPA in New York State. They're going to be bringing that beer to the Capital District up in Albany. Uh, they are... Uh, uh, as the uh, brewmaster and owner has said, we are looking forward to bringing our beer to the Capital District with our De Crescente a partnership. Uh, they are very pr- they're proud to bring in a great quality partner like Fiddlehead to the Capital Region. Uh, it is uh, another thing to add to their craft beer portfolio. So they're up in the Capital District in Albany. Got to get my boy Buddy Watson on that, maybe get a couple of cans of that to bring down the next time he is 
in the tri-state area. And then Founders Brewing has signed a five-year agreement with British pub chain Marston's to distribute the Michigan Brewery's beer across the United Kingdom. Marston's first gained access to the Founders portfolio last year after acquiring Charles Wells, a British brewery that had been selling Founders products in the U.K. Uh, Brian May, Founders Vice President of Exports, told Finance Magazine, We hire for personality, passion, and skill, and Marston's hugely mirrors these values. They're a highly respected brewer and operator. We're excited about this next chapter in our relationship, which will see us bring our passion for uh, bringing to a U.K. audience. It's going to be great fun. So founders in the UK, but I wonder if this, um, the rationing of beer with the shortage of CO2 that makes beer fizzy, if that's going to be a problem for founders. Are they going to make it here in America and ship it over there? Or is the plan to make it in the United Kingdom certain founders beers or, you know, certain founders beers that can only be found in the United Kingdom? If that's the case, if they're going to do that, they may have a problem getting off the ground. I'm assuming, I don't know this for a fact, but I am assuming that it is going to be uh, beers that are made here in America, the Founders beers, and then shipped over. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, and, uh, you know, kudos to Founders for, uh, for that. Uh, folks, when we come back after a short break, Rich Bentrowitz of Tree City Vodka, they're based out of Kenilworth, New Jersey, is going to join me on the program. It was a great interview that I did with Rich uh, about a week or so ago. He's got a great vodka it's delicious. It's local. It's locally sourced with corn in New Jersey. Uh, he is just doing a, a bang-up job in Kenilworth. Very easy to get to off the parkway. You're going to really enjoy the interview. And if you enjoy, uh, you know, tasting vodka, you definitely want to take a trip over there the next time you're in, uh, you know, in northern New Jersey uh, in the Kenilworth area. It's one, I think it's 138, I think, off the parkway, something like that. You definitely want to check it out. But that interview will happen next on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970, The Answer. It is mostly clear, 90 degrees, what's going on? We have the answer. The owner of a Bronx bodega says his store should remain open despite calls from city council members for its closing after it became the epicenter of a brutal attack of a 15-year-old boy. Bodega owner Modesto Cruz says he feels horrible for the family of Lissandro Guzman Feliz. As you want her mother to understand... The pain is not only for her, we feel the pain too. The bodega owner says he helped Guzman Feliz by trying to hide him behind the counter to try to stop him from being attacked. The owner's lawyer says Cruz and other employees inside the store were pointing to the direction of the hospital and not pointing to tell the boy to leave the store after he had suffered his injuries. Cruz says it also took two calls from 911 before ambulances arrived on scene. Seven people recovering from minor injuries following a wild hit-and-run scene in Harlem happened during the Friday evening rush on St. Nicholas Avenue near 125th street witnesses say the driver was out of control and hit eight vehicles before jumping out and running down into the subway police say the suspect was driving a stolen car and that he remains at large in sports the mets lost to the marlins 5-2 and the red sox lead the yankees 4-0 in the second inning time to check the traffic on the george washington bridge we have delays of up to 20 minutes for the inbound upper level 25 on the lower deck and then over at the lincoln tunnel it's 10 minutes in 15 to 20 in the outbound direction Checking the ride now over at the Holland Tunnel, 25 minutes out. 
The Hutchinson River Parkway closed with construction both ways between Boston Road and La Crosse County. You now know how not to go. Weather forecast for tonight, mostly clear, low 75 to 80 degrees. And then Sunday, an excessive heat watch will be in effect. Sunny and hot, high near 100. Monday, sunny, high 90 to 95 degrees. And the forecast for Tuesday, a mix of sun and clouds, high between 90 and 95 degrees. I'm Dave Benning on AM 970, The Answer. It's summertime, and that means weekends at the Jersey Shore. But don't fear, Staten Islanders, you won't be far from your precious Danino's Thin Crust Pizza. Visit Danino's in Brick, New Jersey, when you're at the shore for delicious thin crust pizza that made Danino's famous. All fresh ingredients all the time. Try Danino's Classic Cheese Pie, or maybe the Bacon Buffalo Chicken and Ranch Pie. How about a Danino's crowd favorite? The Assoluta Pie, Rigotta, fresh mozzarella, seasoned arugula, and add fresh prosciutto for a finishing touch. Unbelievable. And no matter what you choose, you won't be disappointed. Danino's has been a landmark on Staten Island since 1937, but they've also been bringing great thin crust pizza to New Jersey for many years now, with locations in both Brick and Aberdeen. And most recently, they're bringing that special and consistent taste of Danino's to Manhattan's Greenwich Village. Visit their website for all locations. That's Danino's.com. D-E-N-I-N-O-S.com. Get ready for the best pizza experience of your life. Danino's. Hey, let me ask you something. Would you seat your three-year-old child on a windowsill? Would you seat them beside a lit fireplace or by the deep end of a pool? One last question. Would you seat your child in a car seat that's not correct for them? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Secure their future. Seat them in the correct car seat. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Sponsored by the New York State Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. Want to listen to AM 970 The Answer on the go? There's an app for that. Download our free smartphone app so you can listen to all your favorite shows, keep up with us on social media, enter contests, win prizes, and even interact with our hosts all in one place. Just search AM 970 The Answer in the iPhone App Store or the Google Play Store for the Android. Again, search AM 970 The Answer and download our smartphone app today. That way, you can take us wherever you go. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. Gatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, you can follow me on Twitter at Al Gatulo, Instagram at Gatulo, that's G A T U L O, Facebook.com slash A G Craft Beer Cast, of course, via email at Albert G at NYC Radio.com. And don't forget, iTunes, Google Play, you just do a search for A G Craft Beer Cast on one of those two platforms. You can download and listen to any show uh, right from there. My guest on the cast, little U2, is U2 uh, played Friday night. Uh, over at the uh, Prudential Center. They're back again, although this time around they didn't do anything from the Joshua Tree. They did that last year because it was the 30th anniversary, but a great show nonetheless. But my guest on the cast, he makes vodka that is locally sourced, made right in the great state of New Jersey. I was uh, introduced to this gentleman a few weeks back by my buddy Brian from Peerless Beverage. Uh, we had a great tasting, uh, a little tour of the um, of the facility and how he makes the vodka, and just some of the different flavors that he infuses 
with fruit and other things is just fantastic. You can get more details on the vodka at treecityspirits.com. Uh, let me welcome in uh, Rich Bentrowitz to the Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, Rich, welcome. Thanks, Al. I appreciate it. You got it. Now, Rich, you and your partner created the business because, as you told me, both of you were tired of working in jobs that you didn't enjoy. Why did you both choose spirits? Um, I mean, it, it kind of – we were looking for a business to get involved with. So I, I partnered with my uh, my neighbor in Cranford. Uh, we actually share backyards, Mike Maggio. Mm-hmm. Um, and we both were trying to kind of get out of the corporate world. And while searching for something to do um, – Suddenly, a, a small cell showed up at my partner's house, and we started just experimenting until we realized we were actually starting to make a good product. Um, we put some numbers on paper, and we realized this was a better route than me staying in IT or right. him staying in healthcare. Um, we just wanted to try something different and try to make something uh, Build something from scratch. You see, isn't that great? You have a neighbor, you're sitting, you're talking about, you know, different things to do. This still suddenly shows up, and the two of you start making <laughs> booze, and you figure, you know what? We might be able to make something out of it. That is a lifelong neighbor. That is that is pretty cool. Now, Rich, take me through the process to distill your vodka, start to finish. How long does it take from the, the creation uh, to completion? I mean, I, I would tell you the process run, you know, Precisely would be about two weeks. It's basically, uh, you know, going to get our corn from Etch Farms in Monroe Township. Mm-hmm. Um, right now we are sole sourcing all of our corn from that. Okay. Um, we basically bring it in. We, we mash it in a day, which means you basically we're cooking corn, um, trying to pull as much sugar out of it as possible so that we can have a higher yield when it ferments. Um, so that takes a day. Um, we then add yeast, and it ferments for seven to ten days. Um, then we do a multi-step distilling process. One's a, we do a stripping run, and then we do a spirit run. Um, stripping run just to get the alcohol content up. Our spirit run is to make it the vodka we want to serve to everyone. Nice. Talking with Rick, yeah. uh, Rich Bentrowitz of Tree City Vodka. Uh, TreeCitySpirits.com is the website for more information here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. So but start to finish about two weeks uh, for the vodka. And now, how many states are you currently in uh, selling, uh, selling the vodka? Is it just New Jersey-centric? It is just New Jersey today. Okay. Um, we, we are look, uh, looking for a distributor in New York as we speak, and we are talking with a distributor in California also. That, that, now, that's pretty awesome. You get that, uh, you know, that East Coast, West Coast thing. That is really great. And by the way, folks, I, I, obviously, full disclosure, I've had samples of the vodka when we were at this tasting. It is probably the cleanest tasting vodka I've ever had. There's no, there's no real harshness. Uh, to it when you taste you know different vodkas it is truly a clean process rich and his partner do a tremendous job now rich you're located in kenilworth new jersey and by the way very easy to get to off the garden state parkway i mean literally you get off the exit from wherever you're coming from if you're coming uh southbound uh you get off the exit it's essentially uh one le- uh, two left turns uh, and you're there if you're coming from the other direction it's a couple of left turns and you're there um you do tours uh, uh as well by appointment um, can people purchase the vodka directly from you if they come in for a tour? They, they can. Um, there's a limit to the amount of bottles that can be sourced uh, five bottles at a time oh. from the distillery. Okay. Um, but we are also a bar of our own stuff. So we do parties, um, and that's where the infusions come in. So we only sell plain vodka on the market today, Tree City Vodka. Right. Um, from, the, from the distillery, I wanted to put a little twist on things, so I infused some vodka so that we can give you a twist and make you a special drink. So – at any moment, we might have a pineapple infusion or a jalapeno infusion. Um, we have a strawberry basil, orange peel. Um, there's usually five going at all times. 
That is that's pretty cool. Because, and I have to tell you, and I raved about it a couple of weeks ago. The pineapple infused vodka <laughs> is just is off the chain. You don't need a mixer. There's nothing required to it. You've just got these big pieces of pineapple soaking in this vodka. And how long does that normally take when you're putting the uh, the fruit in there? Obviously, the longer it stays in, the longer it gets infused with the flavor. But about how long when you put the fruit in to when people can start? You know, you can start uh, serving it to people. Pineapple's about four days. Four days. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Depending on the fruit or vegetable, that's you know jalapeno, and we do a. Um, we did a cucumber mint. Okay. Um, but it, it, I would tell you within a week, we usually, our infusions are complete. And, and I have to ask, we, I, I'm sure people have done it, but I'm not the biggest vodka drinker in the world, but where did you come up with the idea of putting jalapeno in the vodka? <laughs> um, we just, you know, we thought it might be a good idea to make a spicy, so something for uh, that Bloody Mary. Right. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, we were pleasantly surprised. I was skeptical, but I actually, after trying it, thought maybe this would be our actually first infusion we took to distilling ah um we haven't yet Mm -hmm. um, but it's still something we're considering because it is interesting when you're putting heat especially like when they put heat in beers i know uh, ballast point had put out a uh, a habanero sculpin ipa uh, a couple of years ago i think it was before they sold to constellation brands and what ended up happening with that beer was if you like heat if you like a lot of heat it was great because the heat would hit you and then it would just stay it was the the presence was so heavy that i had purchased a six-pack and I could barely drink two bottles of it because the heat was so, you know, overt that it was just, oh, my God, I can only pour the, I can, I can put this in chili, but I can't really put it, you know, in my mouth to drink because it's too hot. So it's, it's uh, I guess heat flavors are really the, the hardest things to do when you're instil- infusing it in any type of alcohol. Well, we definitely, have, we're avoiding that tremendous heat. We're trying to get it to be hot. But right. where the majority of people will enjoy it, and the strawberry basil, from what people would tell me, because I didn't get a chance to try that, but the strawberry basil, uh, they they said you got that that he, that um, I guess the acidity of the strawberry brings out uh, you know different flavors in it that you can really taste it as more of an acidic taste. Is that right? Well, I, I would say the strawberry basil is definitely better in a mixed drink where the pineapple literally becomes like a juice where you can almost drink it by itself. Gotcha. And then you made me a cherry one. With that, with that sour, what was it? A sour cherry juice or whatever. That was just another one that I could, I could sip that all summer long. It was so good. I mean, re- you really have a fantastic touch uh, to the to these drinks, Rich. I have to tell you. Thank, thank you very much. Yeah, well, and uh, the vanilla one I didn't get to try, but I think when I bring my friends in, I think that's the that's the next one I have to have to have now. Um, we're talking with uh, Rich Bentrowitz of Tree City Vodka. TreeCitySpirits.com uh, is the website for more information on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM970. The answer, as I mentioned, he's making the vodka in New Jersey. They're right in Kenilworth. Uh, they do two tours by appointment. But, Rich, do you, have, um, you, you mentioned the jalapeno one, but do you have any plans of distilling other things besides vodka? What's next? So we actually, uh, in the distillery now, we have an apple whiskey aging. We actually already finished a corn whiskey. Um, now, not for resale, more we're, we're testing. We're figuring out right. what we want to put out there in the future. Um, so we're figuring out what is the best tasting, you know, is it apple whiskey? Is it, is it going to be corn? Mm-hmm. Um, do we need to add a rye? You know, so uh, experimenting with whiskeys, and at some point there will be, you know, but it'll be pretty far down the road. It does have to age at least two years. Oh, interesting. Oh, so the apple whiskey, but the corn whiskey can come out quicker? Is that what it is, or they both have to age uh, for that, that no, amount of time? Whiskeys. Have to age the minimum of two years. Okay, so we're talking we're talking a couple years down the road. Yeah, I mean I get it. You want to get that vodka established first before you start doing other stuff. And we wanted to make world class vodka before we moved on to anything else. I, I got that. And then after the whiskey, yeah. you, th- you were, I know you had mentioned to me you were thinking about doing gin or not or not. 
Jenny's always possibility. Jenny's really just flavored flavored vodka, um, except you're using uh, fresh botanicals to do it. Oh, all right, and 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 obviously, see again, I'm I'm a novice at all of this. So so the process to making the gin obviously would be much quicker to to make than the whiskey. Absolutely, we could have we could have a gin probably next week ready. Wow, that's pretty cool. Now, Rich, I know I, I mentioned about the tours. Um, is there an open time when people can come in from tours, or do you just do it by appointment? So we we've had open hours on Wednesdays and Thursdays, mainly because on the weekends we have many many events. We do we do outside events, we do inside events, right? Um, we do tons of charity events. So it's hard to pinpoint open hours where we can consistently have them over the weekend. Gotcha. But my goal is we're, we're, we're going to have Thursday hours, and we're going to have either Friday or Saturday consistent hours. So we will be posting new hours on our website soon because um, we've got to get a weekend night in there. No, totally. It'll be like, yeah, it'll be like open from 6 to closing. Um, Right. You know, you got to get that nightlife in. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I totally understand that. My guest has been uh, Rich Bentrowitz of Tree City Vodka. TreeCitySpirits.com uh, is the website for more information. And, of course, he's going to be updating the business hours on there. But, again, they do do tours on Wednesdays and Thursdays, a couple of hours each. But they also do tours by appointment. So you definitely want to check out the website and give them a call to make an appointment. And trust me, if you're in the uh, Kenilworth area of New Jersey in Union County, it is definitely worth a stop. And you have to try. try you got to try the vodka, you know, straight. But you definitely have to try the infused flavors. The pineapple is, honestly, it's off the chain. Rich, thanks so much for joining me on the Craft Beer Cast tonight. Very much appreciate it. Thanks, Al. You got it. When we come back, suds and duds. And that's next on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Dennis Prager doesn't normally resort to name-calling, but sometimes the shoe fits. I hate calling people names. But it has come to the point where there are people on the left now so freely use Nazi that I think calling them an arrogant fool is uh, somewhat mild, would you say, compared to Nazi? The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 1, right before Michael Medved at 3 on AM 970. The Answer. Have you ever had a legal question pertaining to elder law or estate law and wondered what's the best course of action to take? During Kevin McCullough Radio, you'll hear from Mike Connors of Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law answering a real listener's actual question. If you have a legal question for Mike Connors, the Ask the Lawyer host, simply email the question to mikeconnors at gmail.com. That's mikeconnors at gmail.com. Or call Mike's office at 718-238-6500 and see for yourself. That's Ask the Lawyer with Mike Connors every Saturday evening at 6 on AM 970, The Answer. AM 970, The Answer doesn't have to stop when you turn off your radio. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Download the app. Just search AM 970, The Answer. Take us with you wherever you go. Don't miss the new afternoon drive show, Cats at Night, with John Katsimatidis, Wednesdays at 5 p.m., exclusively on AM 970, The Answer. Starting this weekend, Touch of Grey, the talk show for grown-ups hosted by Carol Marks, is moving to a new time. You can now hear Touch of Grey every Sunday afternoon at 3. The same great informative and entertaining show. That's Touch of Grey at a new time. This and every Sunday afternoon at 3 on AM 970, The Answer. Listen to Joe Piscopo in the morning, weekdays at 6. Mike Gallagher at 10 on AM 970. 
the answer. Segment of the Al Gatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer is always you can follow me on Twitter at Al Gatulo, Instagram at Gatulo, G A double T U double L O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast, of course, via email, Albert G and NYC Radio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can download and listen to every show. Mysterious Ways from the Octung Baby uh, album from U2. One of the few songs on that album that I really don't like, maybe because it was so commercial uh, and everybody was playing it. One and Mysterious Ways were kind of the two uh, big hits from that album. There's so much other stuff uh, on that album that uh, is is much better. And every time I hear Mysterious Ways, I love the beginning guitar lick uh, from The Edge, but I kind of, I'm not crazy about that song. And it's one of those once in a blue moon, I'll, you know, cool, I'll listen to it. But otherwise, uh, you know, for purposes of this show, We'll play that. There's some other uh, good stuff off that U2 album, but they're a little slow to build. There's not a lot of um, not a lot of songs that give you that that punch in the mouth uh, right out of the box. But anyway, uh, let's get into our suds and duds segment, the final segment of the show, of course, where uh, I rate the various beers that I've had over the past week or so, and I let you know whether they are a suds or whether they are a dud. Now there are a lot of beers that were partaken in uh, last weekend when I was uh, in upstate New York in Livingston Manor, and um, Actually, earlier this week, got a chance uh, to see a good buddy of mine, Brad, from uh, Great Lakes Beer uh, over at the Sterling Hotel. Got a chance to talk with Dan over there and uh, had a great time with those guys. Those beers, though, we're going to review on next week's program. There's so much beer uh, that uh, we consumed, my neighbor and I, that, uh, you know, tasting and checking and this and that. And we went to a couple of different places that I wanted to give that its own segment this week. And we'll do uh, with Suds and Duds next week. We will uh, spotlight some of the rare beers from Great Lakes beer that you don't normally see in the state of New Jersey. But to kick it off, um, Wet Ticket has a new uh, mango beer uh, on tap. It's called Takes Two to Mango. Very mango forward. Got a chance to try it at the brewery. Smooth, a little bit of spice too. Delicious, refreshing, uh, real nice, enjoyable beer. I-, I know I may be biased on this one, but really, Wet Ticket puts out some fantastic beers. Uh, you can't beat it uh, for, for, the, uh, for the location. If you're coming from New York City, and the beer as well. It's great. It's a really great spot. Definitely check out Wet Ticket in Rowway, New Jersey. Now, got a chance. We talked about this on last week's program. Firestone Walker came out with their new Luponic Distortion uh, Revolution. This is number 10 in the series. Uh, got a chance to pick up a six-pack of this. And by the way, the price was right. I don't know why, you know, what, you know whatever it, um, having to do with, uh, you know, maybe it's the brewery, maybe it's the, it, it, the distributor, but for about 10 bucks for a six-pack, it was fantastic. Hop, peach, delicious. Really enjoyed it uh, a hell of a lot. Uh, it was fantastic. Definitely pick up the Luponic Distortion. If you're into IPAs, you like a little bit of peach. It seems like the peach is the big thing now uh, with beers. Uh, definitely want to pick that up. Luponic Distortion Revolution number 10 uh, from Firestone Walker. My neighbor uh, picked up a four-pack of Magic Hat uh, when he was on his way up to the mountain. So got a chance to try the TFG uh, from Magic Hat. Uh, it's supposed to be their take on a juicy IPA, but it wasn't as juicy as I would have thought it would have been. Uh, very malt forward. Um, not bad. Uh, I, I don't know if I would have another one again. It definitely wasn't something that I would buy a four-pack of. 
uh, maybe have it on draft. But um, I don't know. I think they missed the mark on this one, to be honest with you. Uh, so that's the uh, the TFG by Magic Hat. Then they had a chance to have Crooked LaBulls uh, from Bolero Snort. Boy, I'll tell you, juicy, delicious. Uh, as I said on Untapped, and you can follow me on Untapped uh, at Gatulo. Perfect in front of a fire in the mountains. It really was. It was a very, very juicy IPA. Uh, then had a uh, finally got a chance to crack this one. And this was one from Firestone Walker that you really have to share with somebody. So had an opportunity uh, to crack the uh, Firestone 21, their 21st anniversary ale, uh, in the bottle. I'd actually had a, 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 a sample of it, a flight of it, um, a couple of months ago uh, down in Atlantic City at the Iron Room. But th- it was so worth aging this beer for six months. Smooth, boozy, just really, really good. My neighbor enjoyed it as well. Just had that great bourbony taste uh, to it while you're drinking it. Definitely a slow sipper. If you can find a bottle of it, I would encourage you uh, to pick it up. The Firestone 21st Anniversary Ale uh, by Firestone Walker. Uh, then the following day on last Saturday, we ended up over, uh, my neighbor and I, at the Catskill Brewery, which is about five, six minutes from his house uh, down the mountain. I've raved about Catskill Brewery after my neighbor had introduced me uh, to their beers. Their, um, their one IPA, The Devil's Path, fantastic beer. Unfortunately... Um, the brewer has left the brewery, and the recipe has changed. Uh, some of the beers were good. Some were not so good. I'm being perfectly honest. Uh, we each got a flight. Uh, started off with the Ball Lightning Pilsner. Uh, very nice, fresh Pilsner. Loved the flavor. It was fantastic. Uh, an easy drinker. Certainly a lawnmower beer. Um, really, really liked it. It just, no mistakes on this one. It was excellent. Then I moved on to the Freak Tractor Model 14. Nice funk to this, a little sour to it, digging it a lot. Uh, I picked up a bottle to take home. Uh, I'm starting to like my sours a little bit more. Uh, I definitely enjoyed that enough that I, was able, uh, that I wanted to purchase a bottle, so I was happy with that. Then we moved on to Darby's Irresistible. Uh, hazy, dank, just okay. Underwhelmed, uh, I, I kind of uh, looked at it. Uh, and then uh, finished off with the Catskill. Oh, no, actually, no, that's right. There's five. That, that's the other thing. They give you five in the flight instead of four. Had, a, had the Catskill Hellsbach. That was good. Easy drinking, great flavor, caramel, nutty. Uh, enjoyed that. And then finally had the Devil's Path IPA. Very disappointed. It was not the same when I first had this. It's just off. I really enjoyed the original flavor where it was a lot more piney. Uh, had a little bit more of that punch to it. Uh, really kind of took you into a different direction. Not the same. Now, from what I've heard, I've heard the brewer left to open up his own brew pub not too far away from the Catskill Brewery. So be interested to see what happens, uh, you know, when that brewery is open and we go check that out. After that, and it was, I'll be honest with you, first Saturday, busy, uh, a lot of people picking up some Sixtals, uh, I don't know, to bring to a party or whatever, uh, a couple people picking up some growlers or whatever. It was, you know, fairly busy. They had, you know, the, the bar is very small, maybe fits about uh, eight people, but they had outdoor tables. Uh, and it was it was kind of busy, and then uh, the busyness you know uh, went away, and it kind of was uh, died out a little bit. So my neighbor and I took a ride up to Roscoe Beer Company up at Ros- in uh, Roscoe, New York, one exit up uh, from where my neighbor lives. And what a cool place Roscoe Beer is! We've had the uh, the owner of the brewery on, but let me tell you something: if you're looking for kind of that cabin in the woods to drink beer, this is the place. Um, very kitschy with all the uh, uh, fishing poles and stuff all over the place. Uh, you had some leather couches by a fireplace. They serve food. They had a guy playing guitar. Uh, there are lots of things to do. Plenty of space. Lots of space out back. You can do uh, bean bags and all kinds of stuff. You know, all the, all the different outdoor games 
uh, that you want to do. But they also had, which was unique, I had not seen this in a brewery. They had self-serve pub, uh, um, uh, a self-serve section, I guess. So what you did was, you, you know, you pay for a card or whatever, you can scan it, and you can pour your own beer. Now, they had people serving beer as well, but I thought that was kind of unique. I'd never seen self-serve uh, in a brewery before, so kind of unique. So let's get into the beers. Nighty Night New England Black IPA by, uh, by Roscoe Beer. Uh, nice chocolate flavor, not hoppy at all, smooth, more stout-like than an IPA. That was excellent. In fact, my neighbor liked it so much, he took a growler home. Then had the Eagle IPA, which I've had before, steady, smooth. Uh, to me, I felt like it just needed a little bit more bite to it. Um, so I, didn't, I wasn't super happy with it, but it was, it was good. It was nice drink, a nice drinkable beer. Then I had the Darwin's Theory Session IPA. Very easy drinking pale ale, slight bite, very nice, delicious. And then finally had the uh, Kiwi Goza Down Easy. Um, this one I was disappointed in. I wanted a little bit more of a sour taste from this. This was kind of just, to me, it was underwhelming. So um, great brewery. Definitely want to check it out. Food options, obviously. Bring the kids. There's a lot of space. Uh, definitely something to, uh, to check out. And it was funny because a lot of the people that we saw at the Catskill Brewery Moved up to Roscoe Brewery. They were kind of doing a brewery tour. There's also a distillery in town. Next time we're up there, we'll have to check that out as well. But uh, really great place, Roscoe Beer Company. Uh, definitely recommend it. The beers are good. Uh, it's a great little place to spend an hour or two if you want. And, of course, like I said, they got food. they got a popcorn machine. You can get free popcorn uh, while you're sitting there snacking on it. So good stuff. Then finally, uh, finished up uh, a couple of beers. The Imperial Mountie by Bolero Snort. Smoky, creamy, nice chocolate flavor. Uh, excellent. Um, really enjoyed that one from the boys at Bolero Snort. Uh, Stone I'm Peach, uh, I'm Peach, their take on Impeach, uh, double IPA. Uh, to be honest with you, I was shocked that it was a double. Smooth, peachy, delicious, could drink it all night long. It was very, very good. Stone, of course, just killing it with the IPAs. They really knock it out of the park. There's very few that I like from Stone. And then I had to finish off a bottle of the Scorpion IPA, uh, which, uh, you know, they had sent me. A couple of months ago, it was actually a couple of days past the drinkable date, but, you know, come on. It's in the refrigerator. It's okay. Uh, last bottle, still tasty, a little bit muted, uh, having uh, been sitting for uh, a couple of months, but uh, definitely an excellent IPA. If you do see it in the stores, definitely pick it up. Try and drink it as fresh as you can. But the Stone Impeach Double IPA uh, by Stone was fantastic. Uh, great stuff from the guys uh, at Stone Brewing and just keep up the good work. So there's a lot of great beer up in the Catskills, folks. You hit the throughway and you go on 17. Uh, you can do a whole run from Florida, New York, all the way across uh, 17. There are some great places. You definitely want to check it out. I know that the uh, New York State Brewers Association has an app you can download, and they have a home map uh, to show you all the different breweries. But Catskills Brewery and Roscoe Brewery were two that I went to. Hopefully when I get up there again, uh, we'll try and check out a couple of the other breweries along 17. But, folks, we're out of time. My thanks to Darren Yellen, Jerry Crowley, Phil Boyce, Rich Bentrowitz of Tree City Vodka based out of Kenilworth, New Jersey. More information there at treecityspirits.com. That's the website for more information. And, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. This has been the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, cheers, everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.